a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited you guys are here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm excited about today's show because we're chatting with Megan from Megan Pettis Videography, all about how wedding photographers and other vendors can partner with their local cinematographers to elevate their businesses. I absolutely love this idea when Megan pitched it to me because it's really a different take on creating real authentic relationships with videographers and creating a mutual vendor or friend or relationship for the long run. So I'm really excited Megan's here. A little bit about her is that Megan is a wedding cinematographer based in the Southeast and she loves um, documenting stories and serving her couples. She's married to her college sweetheart, a mom of four, and loves getting lost in a good book. Megan, thanks so much for being here, and I know you guys are going to love today's show. So a few things to announce before we begin. Um, our online shop has two brand new e-guides. I'm so excited about them. So I created two new guides for you. One is an insider's guide to wedding submissions, and the second guide is the photographer's complete guide, a real wedding day checklist. I created both of these guides to help wedding photographers who were either just starting out or who were struggling to get their weddings featured um, and help you know what photos to capture on a real wedding day. They truly are companion guides and they go really well together and they're going to immediately help you feel more confident when you walk into your next wedding or when you sit down to put your next submission together. I know you guys are going to love it. So you can visit teawithjanae.com and click on the shop button to find out more about the guides. And while you're there, don't forget to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. Hope to see you guys there. All right, you guys, let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here. We have an incredible guest today. Megan, can you say hi? Hello. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. We are recent friends, and I'm so pumped to have you on the podcast. We met through our Envision group, right? Yes, E3 community. Yes, yes. I know, and I've had the um, Julie and Courtney both on the show. So if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, um, I'll link it in the bio. But I'm so glad that they brought us together. And I'm thrilled to introduce you to our audience today. So let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Yes. Well, if if you can't tell from the first three seconds of me talking, I'm based in the Southeast. (laughs) Um, I am a cinematographer and we serve couples throughout the Southeast, but honestly, wherever they want to take us. Um, I have a degree in journalism and public relations, and that's kind of where I got my start was in the journalism world and news, um, specifically broadcast news. So I was the small town news reporter carrying all of her equipment in four inch heels straight out of college, Um, had the opportunity to sit on the news desk for a little while and 
then my path changed, taught high school, teaching TV production. Um, and in that arena, I was given my first opportunity to film a wedding. And now here I am five years later, um, been full time as a wedding filmmaker for three years. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell. Oh my gosh. That's so incredible. So you were an anchor. I feel very much like, the, um, I had visions of the morning show. Did you watch that with, uh, Reese, oh, yes. Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. That reminds Love. me. Yes. And there's so much truth in that show, but also small markets, everybody it's basically, we run the tightest, most bare bones kind of operation. So yes, I was an anchor, but I also produced everything myself. I wrote all my own scripts. So there was never an opportunity for a Ron Burgundy moment, you know, <laughs> where I'm reading the prompter that someone else wrote. No, I wrote that myself. So if I messed up, that was just me being me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So yeah. how, so tell us a little bit more how you got started in creating your own wedding films and, you know, maybe just explain how that opportunity uh, came to you. Sure. So uh, I was teaching high school television production, um, which was an awesome opportunity. They actually plucked me straight out of the newsroom and said, Hey, we have this program we're starting. We will certify you. You will have the opportunity to select the equipment we're using. You can build an entire new studio for your students um, from scratch. And so I said, Oh my goodness, that sounds fabulous. Let's do it. Um, So I did. And I entered the classroom with no teaching experience. Um, and it was an awesome opportunity. I loved my students. I loved, basically, I had my own little network at this high school where I could run the show and it was fabulous. And I definitely, I've talked to students um, that I taught and they were, they said, uh, Miss Pettis, you, you were pretty tough um, on us as high school students. And I said, well, that's because if it has my name connected to it, where it's going to be elite, we're going to be the best. So, um, so I did, I pushed my students to work really hard and to understand journalistic principles, but even more so to understand how to tell a story. And through that, I got the opportunity to film a wedding and from day one, I thought this isn't just a wedding. This is a story of this couple. And this is a story of how a new family is being created. Um, so even on day one of filming weddings, I had story in the front and forefront. And um, I, I did this wedding. It was for a member of the board And I did not feel comfortable, you know, accepting any money for that because it was using the school's equipment. And I said, all I have to do is just, I'll use the school's equipment. I'll do this for you. Um, And she was like, I really want to pay you. And I said, well, instead of paying me, just give the program like $500. That's all we need to go on this field trip. We went on the field trip. The kids loved it. And I filmed my first wedding with no pressure. Um, So it, it started from there. And then Over the next two years, I continued just working for donations for the program, filming weddings, and the donations would range anywhere between $200 to like, I think the most, uh, most I ever received for a donation was like a thousand dollars. Um, but it gave me an opportunity to 
serve my students while building on my skills as a wedding filmmaker and serving my couples as well. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So you had a little bit of, you know, practice that wasn't, um, you know, you didn't have the weight of the world on you. Like I have to do like the best job ever because you're getting your feet wet, but you're Mm -hmm. also serving your students and you're enriching their lives. And that's so Mm -hmm. incredible. And I think that your work is so beautiful and you can see and feel the story from the very beginning of each of your films. So I love oh, that that thank you. comes through, you know, clearly from your background, which is incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I've been full-time for three years now. That's incredible. Um, and that, you know, in the South, I don't know if, if, if you guys do this, but we have something called a push present mm-hmm. and it's basically a present that you're gifted for having a child from your husband. Um, thanks for doing all that work. Here's some jewelry. I said, I don't want jewelry. I want a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he got me my first professional DSLR and that was when I made the jump into full-time filmmaking. So that is a yeah. push present I can get behind. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into to today's topic and why you have sure we are here on as a guest today and I'm very excited because we're going to talk about you know why we should be partnering with our local cinematographers and mm-hmm. what are some of the benefits of that so can you kind of explain you know your thoughts on that yes well it all comes down to alignment um, I know you and I've talked about this before from our e3 community but basically you want to align yourself with people that have similar values as you have a similar style as you, or at least have a similar goal in place that where they want to be in the industry, in their business. Um, and so by aligning yourself with a cinematographer and I, you know, locally is wonderful. That is the, the cherry on top, if you can get it to be a local alignment. Um, But if you cannot find someone locally that 100% aligns to your goals, it's better to reach outside of your uh, local network and find someone than to try to make something work that isn't a good fit because that's going to ultimately degrade your brand and then degrade their brand because you're not perfectly aligned in your, your visions. So... Yeah. So how would you find, how would you recommend that you find someone who is aligned with your brand? Yeah, it's, it's really about, uh, cohesiveness. You're, you're looking for, um, does this person seem to be reaching and wanting to serve the same kind of clients that I'm wanting to serve and reach? Does there, even as far as photo and video goes, does their style similar or is it similar to our style if I am a film photographer say I shoot portrait does this filmmaker uh, have a more portrait-esque type of editing style Um, or maybe they are more very saturated dark and moody it may not always go together as far as cohesiveness and um and so that's something I think clients do pay attention to when they're making those booking decisions. They're trying to decide, okay, I would love for my photos and my film to just kind of work together so that it's one cohesive experience. Um, and so whenever they go and, and book a super dark and moody filmmaker and then a 
beautiful, vibrant, colorful photographer, they don't always go together. And as we both know, the process to getting those two styles can also be black and white, right? Yeah. I mean, so um, what you're, you're really, it's all about protecting your process and, and understanding what your process is and then finding people who can help you um, continue to provide that consistent process. Yeah. So I a hundred percent agree. And I feel like for me as a wedding photographer who is, um, film and digital, I'm a hybrid, which I don't mention to my, uh, clients because they just mm-hmm. fall in love with my work. And mm-hmm. then they're like, I love your colors. And I'll hop, I'll say, Oh yeah, that's because I shoot film. You know, I, I don't sell myself that way, but I feel like when I mesh really, really well with a filmmaker that we have a similar aesthetic, you know, like mm-hmm. we don't, I, mo- dark and moody is just like complete opposite of myself and my work. So when I'm with a filmmaker who is very similar, you know, that is going to be great. You know, I think yeah. it's hard. I feel like finding the right person is hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like dating, you know, mm-hmm. you, you go out there and you find people and you think, okay, yeah, he likes football. I like football. We can both watch football on Saturdays and that's how our, our weekends are going to go. Um, it's the same thing. She likes having beautiful light. I love having beautiful light. Um, and you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased, but I, I think if you're a female photographer, aligning yourself with female filmmakers is certainly a great it, a great alignment because then you have this all female team that's just kicking booty on the wedding day. So, um, yeah, yeah. I love that. So does this have to be, um, a paid relationship or are we doing sort of a barter like this for that? What are your feelings about that? Yeah. So I, I will say sometimes it can start as a paid relationship. It really depends on the filmmaker. Um, although I will also say, you know, kind of put the shoe on the other foot. How would you feel if somebody was coming to you and, and straight up asking, you know, Hey, let's do, can you like do some pictures of me? Um, and I could, I could do a couple of pictures of you. It just doesn't like what it, whatever your first reaction is in your head, that's probably going to be their first reaction as well. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you are wanting to work in an elevated market, you know, where these people have maybe already found their brand voice and who they are. They're, they're maybe not, um, maybe not looking for as many experiences where everything is, is free. Um, but I will say, you know, too, coming to someone and, and saying, I, I give you credit for what you're doing. I'm investing in you in your business, because I know that in the long run, this investment is going to be beneficial to us both. Um, Now, some things that you could do is you could say, hey, I've got this amazing styled shoot coming up. It's at this venue. I we've, you know, first of all, I would definitely before any of this, try to make that authentic communication and authentic connection with them that doesn't even necessarily have to relate to the work. You know what I mean? Like um, if you already have an authentic communication and an authentic uh, relationship with them, then you can kind of say, Hey, I know you love this venue doing a styled shoot. Would you like to come and uh, collaborate with us on this? Right. And, 
and then kind of let them set the parameters of what that collaboration, as far as what they deliver could be. Um, because video does, it does take a lot of time to edit. So it's, um, it's one of those things you, you do want to respect their process and respect their, their craft and their art. And, um, so it's nice to say, you know, what are you comfortable with? How can we work together? Um, and just having those authentic communications and, and, um, and conversations. Yeah. I love that. I think it's great. I think, you know, doing some local searches in your market with people maybe you haven't worked with or reaching out to the people that you have a rapport with already and seeing if, they would be open to sort of creating this deeper relationship with you and sort of a, you know, we'll work together as much as possible. <laughs> you know, yes. I feel like yeah. we're going to be the team and I want to work with you. Let's align ourselves together. And I think being very frank, like, Hey, I love your work. I think if someone, if a videographer, when I get emails, it's like, Hey, Janae, we love your work. We want to partner with you. Would you be interested in working on this with us, or would you want mm -hmm. to do a shoot together to to show off each of our brands? I feel like right. coming from a place of mutual bene benefits, yes. <laughs> instead of a, yeah, instead of singular, is going to be a much better approach. You know, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I agree. So let's. So you think maybe like following them on Instagram, maybe going through some bridal guides like uh, lists, and maybe just reaching out that way. And, you know, initially I think developing like, Hey, they know your name. You know what I mean? Like if you're just, yeah, I feel like Instagram is going to be my go-to recommendation for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. But also even, I mean, this is something that I have done since day one that I've heard time and time again, it is rare. I always reach out to my photographer prior to a wedding day and get them on the phone or in some capacity talking with them and not just like, Hey, letting you know, I'm going to be there, but more so, Hey, I'm Megan. This is what I love to do for my clients. Here's how we do that. Tell me a little bit about what you do for your clients. What do you love? I always ask my photographers, you know, what's your favorite thing to shoot on, on a wedding day? And that tells me a little bit, you know, if they're saying, oh, my 35 is my favorite, then I know, oh, cool. Okay. So that's how they, they got this beautiful shot and it's got a ton of location. It's wide. It's probably, they're probably farther back. And then if the 35 is their favorite, that means they might get a little bit closer to their clients. So I know then what to expect on a wedding day. It's all about that communication. So if I do that for every single wedding and reaching out to those photographers every single time, um, that's already starting that relationship yeah. right there because I'm respecting them enough to ask them what that process is like. Yeah. Um, I, love I mean, that. how often, how often have you had people reach out to you? Oh, n not never. I reach out to yeah. them. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, so I had a, a, a session recently, a wedding recently and they had a videographer and I emailed, we mm -hmm. were emailing, and then I said, hey, let's jump on a call. I just want to chat, mm -hmm. talk about the day. It's COVID, right? So we have a couple mm -hmm. things to talk about, like, you know, guidelines and what to follow. And he was very surprised. He said in the 10 years he'd been in business, he never had a photographer call him. And mm -hmm. I just like, oh, well, I'm a little different than everybody else. I want to make, right. yeah, make sure that we're going to work well together. And he appreciated it, you know, and yeah. come the wedding day, he was like, Hey, Janae, good morning. So nice to meet you. You know, it just sets a nice tone where, Absolutely. you know, we kind of knew how to run the play before we even started. And I, I really appreciate that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and ultimately, again, it's, it's respecting your process, you know, and, um, and understanding that they also have a process right. in place Yeah, and knowing, okay, so this filmmaker, they're known for their, um, amazing drone aerial portraits where the couple's standing on the mountainside and the drone circles them. Okay. That probably means that I may need to pad that portrait timeline just a little bit because we're going to have to hide for them to get a clean drone shot, exactly. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so it's, and then also letting them know, Hey, details are really important to me. So, um, I'm taking this amount of time to do details and this is how much time I've allotted. I really, uh, have a lot to get through in that time. Tell me what details are important to you so that I can get what I need for our details and you can get what you need if you need details. Um, so yeah, that, that communication and those conversations are really important. And again, that, that aligns you even more because you have now become a well-oiled machine on serving your clients. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. All right. Mm -hmm. So we've done our homework, we've made our connections and we found mm -hmm. our right match, right? Our aligned person. But you know, my question is how can this begin to elevate your brand? Right. So first of all, it's uh, the power of association. Hopefully you are also taking the time to align with planners and designers and florists that are within your goals and your trajectory. So you're just adding another jewel into your crown that you've created for yourself. Um, this filmmaker is going to be associated with you and you with them. And so if they do an incredible wedding, they're probably, the client is going to in their head think, oh, okay, Megan Pettis did that fabulous wedding down at Alice Beach. And, oh, Janae, she was the photographer. Of course she was. They work so great together. So it's just that association yeah. that clients are going to start to have. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Well, there's that, that saying, you know, you are the sum of the five people <laughs> you surround yourself with the most. And, that's right. And you want to be strong. You want to have a mm -hmm. good association. And I also think that's, you know, having a good reputation, like a reputable business and people speak highly of you and you, mm -hmm. and you are service oriented. You know, you, you want to make sure your clients are happy. I feel like that's always good. But yeah, I think elevating your brand and, and the power of association is awesome. So that's right. what can you do? You know, I know we gave a couple examples before, but what can you do to work together to make it a success? Sure. Um, so five things that you could possibly do uh, that just makes it super easy. I, I, I love numbers. I'm from a teaching background. So I'll just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Me too. Um, yeah. So first be authentic. Nobody likes a fake friend, especially a fake friender. Um, value them, value their time, value their process. Three, pay attention to their style and process. Um, if you go into a wedding day, you should at least have watched some of their films. Maybe just one is fine. You can even ask them, what is your favorite film? And that way, you know, this is what they want to do every single weekend. This is, this is the type of brand identity they're putting out there. So that's what they're um, hoping to continue to do. So pay attention to that style and process and make sure it aligns with your style and process. Um, Fourth, be honest about your process. If you love e adventure, elopement, 
couples and that's what you want to serve more of, you, you want to make sure that they also love adventure elopement couples. And, um, personally, I love the outdoors, but typically I like the outdoors more so in sitting on a patio, drinking wine and eating cheese. (laughs) And so (laughs) I'm not exactly going to be the gal that's following you up the mountain in hiking boots. I think there's fabulous people out there for that, but that is not me. So I can't exactly align myself with a photographer who does that, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I'm 100% there. My husband asked if you if I wanted to go camping recently, and I said, if it's called glamping, I will go with you, but I'm not sleeping in a tent. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's really important, knowing what you want to – what kind of events – are your niche and what you really thrive in versus something mm-hmm. you're just saying like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. You know, and right. you know, you don't want to regret anything. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And then last, but certainly not least, uh, the fifth tip is just communication, communicating what you need, how you need it and how you can serve each other. Um, because one thing we haven't touched on yet is just the power of, having this filmmaker in your quarter when you become legitimate friends on you're you're having fun together but also you're going to start to see the benefits of hey I'm making this awesome reel for Instagram do you mind if you send over like one or two clips from the wedding day that you got of me styling details absolutely girl I can do that no problem um and so by creating that relationship you're you're going to see those kind of benefits as well I love that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And real, I, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with reels, so I think I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, oh, we we've bonded over our love of TikTok and reels. Yes, so, yes, yeah. my TikTok gal. <laughs> yes. So, so now that we know kind of how to start the process and who we should be looking for to align with and creating authentic, you know, relationships, hopefully work relationships, and maybe hopefully a real friendship at the end. What are three things that our listeners should 100% avoid when trying to connect to a new filmmaker? Yeah. Well, first of all, choosing them for the sole reason that they are less expensive than you are. Um, That is, unfortunately, I think something that can happen because we see budgets and we think, oh, well, I mean, if, if they're you know, starting at 10 K and I'm starting at 10 K, then I don't know if this client can afford both of us and they may choose them over me. And that is a negative mindset that we just need to cut out. And we need to say that there's, there's clients for everyone. And, um, that by aligning ourselves with companies or businesses that are equally yoked, as far as investment level, we're knowing that this client is, equally investing in us and trust us both. Um, yeah. So I would, yeah. I would throw in there one, one quick tip. It's like, if you, if I didn't even think about that, but if that is the mindset that you have, like, Oh, you know, my, a couple won't pay for the both of us or, um, you know, you're, or like you're putting a negative idea in your head about it. Like that's your issue, not the client's. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like don't put words in clients' mouths because if you value yourself enough to charge a certain price or any price that you feel proud of, be the same way for your cinematographer or, you know, your filmmaker friend. Like you, they should want to pay what they want to get paid for both of you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you need – Absolutely. Yeah. Value value your team member 
uh, as much as you value yourself? Well, because at the end of the day, by valuing the entire team, by valuing the filmmaker as well as yourself, you are, again, protecting your process Mm -hmm. and protecting the investment that the client has made in you. When you suggest people that are not equally yoked and therefore may not provide the same service that you do, you're hindering your own process because you're going to be trying to pull them along all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what we're doing. Come on, let's do it. And it's, it's hurting you and your process. So you're, you're better serving your client and then, um, taking care of each other. So, yeah. And your, and your growth. I mean, I think trajectory, you know, the whole reason we're having this discussion is to elevate your brand. So why would you want to associate your brand with someone who's on the same level as you? And and I think price wise, that's a really big key factor. That is. And you, you know, you could have, again, authentic communication and saying, Hey, you are, you're not pricing yourself, you know, where you should be. You can even have that conversation saying, I really feel like uh, we would get more work together if we were more equally yoked in our investment costs. Can you tell me why your pricing is what it is? Because they may say, well, you know, we're, we're not comfortable reaching that investment level yet, but then you have the opportunity to encourage them and say, well, you, you're worth it. You can, you can do what you need to do to, to pay for what you need to pay for. So, um, you know, having that conversation is important. I love that. Um, but the second thing you can do that would probably be a bad idea would be strictly using them for promotional content. Um, just like any other person would not want to be used for just promotional content. Um, a a filmmaker is not going to want to do that either. Hey, we've got this thing coming up. We would love to have you come out and shoot it for us. Um, yeah, let us know if you're interested. Okay. Um, well, thank you for thinking of me. I, I'd love to hear more, but I'm not sure how that would be beneficial to us. Um, and uh, like, are you wanting to pay? No, we don't want to pay. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's beneficial to me the end. <laughs> and, um, so, <laughs> uh, cause unfortunately that sometimes happens and, um, oh, I get it too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we all experience yeah. that, but, um, yeah, anybody, nobody wants to feel used. So just coming at it from a, let's work together to do X, Y, Z is so much better. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the third would be aligning with the team that doesn't match your goals. It, and this is kind of hard because sometimes we make friends in the industry. And the even though we are friends, that doesn't mean that we align in our goals. And so we kind of have to be honest with ourselves and our frienders and say, hey, I really love you and I love what you're doing. Here's where I am going. Do you think that you're going that direction as well? And if they say, ah, no, not really, then you say, well, then like, let's continue to have our wind down Wednesdays, but we don't have to always work together on wedding days. Cause this is where, this is where I'm going and this is how we have to have to move forward. Yeah. So I love that. I think being honest. Yeah. yeah again, what you said before being honest with yourself, like what kind of events do you want to shoot? You know, where do you want to go and, and who do you want to work with? And it, it's as hard mm-hmm. as it's going to be. If you're in that situation, you know, you're going to be better for it because you're going to let yourself flourish um, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, naturally versus like holding yourself back. You know, like you don't want to be the horse in the stable who can't get out. You want to get out. You want to run. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just thinking yeah. of my Casey Musgrave song. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember the thing right now. Anyway, I love her and that reminded me of that. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Oh, Megan, this has yeah. been so incredible. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this wonderful information. I think people are going to have to listen to it twice to get good notes you shared. Yay. Well, I'm so excited and um, I'm glad that it was beneficial. And I know for a fact that photo and video, we can be the most powerful thing ever if we just work together. So um, it's, it's an awesome relationship and um, I'm excited that you allowed me to talk on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's tell, before you go, let's tell everybody Mm -hmm. how they can find out more about you, see your beautiful films and say hello online. Sure. So I do love Instagram. Um, they can follow us at, uh, at Megan Pettis Videography on Instagram and then my website, Megan Pettis Videography. Um, I use the word videography because it's got tons of SEO juice behind it. I, I refer to myself as a filmmaker, but brides typically say videographers. So right, yeah. that's why it's there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always put that little caveat. Um uh, and that's it. Yeah. I, I am on TikTok, but I'm not cool. Like Janae, I don't, I don't, I don't dance. I just, Oh, I don't make, dance. I just do well, funny things. <laughs> cute little, uh, voiceovers. Yeah. I have found a voiceover that I really want to use, but I also have terrible short-term memory. And so I try to remember this voiceover <laughs> and I cannot match it. So Oh, it's, it's a problem. That's funny. That's funny. Well, you know, you can slow it down and stuff. I should do a whole podcast about TikTok, but you can slow Please. it. You can slow it down. And I think that might be good for video, but this has been so great. And guys, I'm going to link all of Megan's information in the show notes. You can swipe on up right now when you're listening, click on them, go see her work and tell her you love today's podcast. Megan, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy we got to do this and I'll see you soon. Yes, ma'am. See you soon. Thank you.